Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Nope. No time for that intro, lads. We're back off to sea. Dungeons and Junkies presents Tales of Autorphia. Episode 47. Final Farewells. Why, hello everyone, and welcome back to Dungeons and Junkies. I'm Alex, and since I'm sat in the DM seat, it means we're back in Tales of Autorvia. Not only are we back in Tales of Autorvia, but we're back for the final two sessions. But enough of that boring crap. Let's go around the table and introduce everyone. Let's start with Kerry. Hello, I'm Kerry, and I will be playing Bran, the barbarian slash fighter and all, with a flying carpet. I've forgotten what else I was going to say. Bananas. <laughs> you can have advantage on your first roll, Gary. Uh, Matt. Yeah, I'm Matt. I'm playing Captain Reed Toscobble, a halfling rogue bard fighter, uh, missing an eye, missing a finger. Uh, where I'm going, this is my brain, but I'm going to be this session. You're, you're, you're a bit loud on your end, Matt. Just a uh, heads up. Uh, Chad. Hello, I am Chad, and today I will be playing everyone's favorite, tortliest of tortles, broest of bros, monkest of monks, barbarianist of barbarians, Picassabras. Though, like, he's truly not in his, like, greatest headspace, as he doesn't really know what they just did. Even though they saved the turtles, they might have doomed the world, bros. Yeah, last <laughs> don't have the greatest ending to it, that's for sure. And speak, people, speaking to people who aren't having a great time at the moment, Taylor. How dare you. I'm Caitlin. I, I play Elisa Lear, the human monk warlock who's stuck between a rock and a hard place, and more like a spiky rock and a spiky hard place. And I got kidnapped by a goat man for a while, whilst everyone else had to deal with, you know, apparently fucking the world over. Thanks, guys. I was gone for five minutes. Yes, and. I play Alex, so more specifically, Lauren Dalton, the once halfling, now human sorcerer. Everyone else in the world, including those bad guys trying to fuck everyone else over. But let's have a recap. And to, to make it a bit more fun, let's have a recap from the very beginning. So... How the Autorvian calendar works is there's 400 days in a year, which is split into four months. 
them being spring, summer, autumn and winter. So, 120 days ago, a group of unlikely adventurers met in the tavern, in a small little city not known for getting much news, between a young adventurous turtle trying to just out, starting out on his journey to find his purpose, a small drunk pirate trying to just make his way by, a slave on the run, hiding wherever she could, and a human woman on the run from the law, doing what she could do to survive. This unlikely duo ended up taking a job together, and what a job it ended up becoming. Over the time they've they've done prison raids, gone after magical artifacts, fought a dragon. And as they come to the end of their story, as they come to the end of their story, they are to challenge the most feared cult in the existence of Autovia's history. Last time we left off, the group attempted to save Unork with the help of Governor Rort from the Navy and Queen Fear from the Alliance. In doing so, they, they managed to save as many as they could. And on their quest to find the Elder Turtle, they stumbled upon a secret island just outside the Elder Turtle's home. In doing so, they teamed up with Doran, a claims to be ancient friend of the Elder Turtles. Together, they trailed through the Tomb of Elros, where the key had once been hidden. They tackled Taras, who managed to capture the Elder Turtle and wounded him brutally. But working as a team, they put a stop to him. And while Picasso and the Elder Turtle had their moment, Reed and Ran went to see if the key was still there to make sure the Cohen hadn't collected it yet. But Vantress beat it to him. And it was a tense stalemate. Pantras managed to get away with the key. But that brings us back to the present. Eight hours have passed since the Battle of Unork. Just over 600 turtles were killed in the fight. But a day-long funeral has taken place, and the rebuilding has begun. Turtles, Navy, and the Alliance all working together to rebuild you not to want to what it once was. But I need to know what the three of you have been up to in this time frame. Any order you want to go. I think we would have like not left Rand's side. Reeve 
Bear in mind, I had the opportunity to stop them taking the key, but couldn't make that call. And he wants to stay close to his first officer. Badly at the moment. Would have left her side at any point. Is that is fair. You stay close to Ran. Um, Scout occasionally just gives you a sniff. Um, Reed, can you make me a perception check? Yes, I can. Nineteen all in. It's a natural one, but he still gets away with it. At some point, when you don't re- no, you you look off at the architecture that's been rebuilt, and you don't notice Ran walks off in a different direction. Um, before you can stop it, as you look down, you see um, Scout grab a knife out of one of your knives out of your belt, pulls it out the um, holster, and just runs off to catch up with Ran. And there you go, Ran. Scout's got his knife. Everywhere. Hyena now has a knife. Oh, this is worse than that crab with a knife video, isn't it? Let's start joke with him. I mean, nice because he did all that. You bastards. I will, ki- I will kill a life at this. <laughs> Bitch, you've already uh, killed me once this so. campaign. <laughs> There's Picasso, Kerry, who wants... Picasso, Ran, who wants to go next? Uh, I don't think Picasso's probably stopped working. And in some ways, I don't even know if he would have rested. Uh, Picasso has been spending this entire time clearing rubble, putting walls back up, um, just basically keeping himself as busy as possible to not actually deal with what's going on. And... Probably at this point, even kind of avoiding both furry bro and bastard bro, just because seeing them, he knows he'll have to deal with what's actually going on. And so at this moment, just trying to focus on just rebuilding Unork, and especially after the day long funeral, basically, for all the tortles, Picasso is just doing everything he can to rebuild and as he does in a lot of ways think this is his fault as he couldn't get here back here fast enough he couldn't stop this cult beforehand he didn't know that angry bro was working for this end goal he doesn't know he just he's He's a 15-year-old kid in a end-of-the-world situation, and this isn't an anime where I just suddenly know everything to do. So Picasso's doing the only thing that he knows he can do at this moment, and that's use his brute strength to clear rubble and boulders and fallen trees and clean blood and everything else up. Yeah... Today is taking its toll, but mentally it would be just too much for you to stop. Is you just force yourself to keep working throughout the day and this whole evening as it very quickly approaches midnight. 
But Ran, what are you up to as you see Scout approach you with a knife in his mouth, looking very proud of himself? And what has Ran been up to for the last eight hours? just trying to be useful wherever she could be. Though seeing Scout approach with a knife, she'll stop. Just tilt her head. Okay, as long as not stabbing the running leg is fine. Not stabbing anyone on crew either. You just get tippy taps and a waggy tail and just like... You know the noise that... You know the excited, like, growls that Izzy makes when she got a toy in her mouth so she can't just make normal noises? Yeah, it's like, it's like a cross between a wolf throw and a fader breathing. <laughs> yeah, you just get a, you just get a mixture of that. It's so... just tippy taps with a knife in his mouth. <laughs> Ryan, as you start to walk on across this beach, letting out a yawn as it very quickly approaches midnight. Reed, you manage to just about catch up to Ran at this point. His scout turns round to look at you, knife in his mouth giving his tail a little wag. Look, just because you have a knife now doesn't mean that you're going to get promoted up to second officer. Okay, Scout? I like, having you on the, I like having you on the team, you know, but you're but Rand first officer, you are not second officer, okay? And does that thing where she tilts up, looks backwards over her shoulder rather than actually turns around. Uh... His thing about Scout, he is very loyal, but he's not having much intelligence. He's probably not understanding. Okay, well, Scout's awesome, really is. Um, I'm sure that um, he will learn. It's, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I've got, is, is it he, she, they? I'm not sure. Yeah, what Ryan has been saying here, he doesn't seem to have a problem with it works for me and okay <clears throat> um do, do you need like a, a little little scabbard for anything we can probably get the boatswain boys to sort one out for you yeah he probably just carry yeah, but he, in that the whole time at, <laughs> he, he doesn't he have funds either <laughs> no he just tilts his head looking at you with confusion read and if he stabs me he's going in the sea as there's just a moment of silence as you guys stand on this beach not sure what to say so the silence just I'd say the silence is comfortable between you two at this point there's a loud bang in a beam of light as coming from behind you as you all turn round and watch a lie Lauren and Brule fall out of it into the shallow sea front water <laughs> Okay. Rand does it here, Twitch. Like, salt water in my mouth. No, no, no. I'm still getting used to the teleporting. Reed will throw a rope, probably a 50 foot hemming rope, into the the water. I mean, two inches of water, Reed. We're in the shallow end, you idiot. Yeah, I didn't know how deep, how far down it was from from where we are. I assume we were like on the, you know, and the, the water below where we are. So I assumed it was like a bit further down. So, oh, I apologise. 
They're in like an inch and a half of water. Genny thought it was like where the promenade sort of thing is. It's like was high. Thought we were off a cliff. I've, I'm not quite. I thought it was maybe like 10, 15 foot sort of thing. That's My bad. You guys okay? Did we win? Uh, well, uh, let you do the talking, please. Yeah, go have a nap, honey. You just no. Okay, uh, how long has it been since I got vanished? Um, it was a, you spent about two hours in that location. Together. So it's been like ten hours since, because they were nearby oh, no, sorry. when I got taken. Yeah, so I, I forgot about all of that. Just so it's been like 10 hours all in since you got teleported off of this beach. Okay. Uh. Hi. Raden. Picasso. Small being with a knife. Who's this? <laughs> I point at Scout. Means, <sighs> um. Motions around, we don't want to speak for Ran. His scout is not speaking, but he is listening, and now he is having a knife. Good boy. <laughs> the dog has a knife. Ally is pleased. Is Picasso okay? Uh, Picasso isn't quite in the air, isn't in this area at the moment. That's why I'm asking, because I can't see All him, right, so yeah. I don't know if he's dead. Oh, right, okay, good point. I, Yeah, my bad. Um, okay, is maybe a bit stretching it. Yeah. He's, he's, he's not dead. No. Okay. Yeah. I mean, his home's been under attack. Yeah, I can... Yeah. Bad phrasing. He's alive. <laughs> yeah. He's okay. keeping busy. I'm guessing from the less than cheerful expressions they got the key yeah but it's our fault it's not though Ran has been doing thinking it's very oh. dangerous Ran knows no go on Ran when he was gone Ran is thinking he is failing this is Ran's fault and Ren is not doing anything, but Ren and Reed is having no way to win. Sometimes there's no way to win. And he's very hard. Ren just sits down with a big thump. They sat what? back on him. Um, uh, what's the time I'm looking for? Haunches? That's the one. Scout follows suit. And just bomb. Looking at the staff as well. What happened in there? 
Reed looks at Ran, and then back at Eli. We had the chance to not let him take the key. But he would have massacred the turtles in exchange. It was every turtle or the key. There's kind of a moment where that choice flickers across a lie. But you don't... Like, she locks it away before you can get any inclination of what she would have chosen. Okay. Yeah, that's rough. I'm sorry I wasn't there. I got kidnapped by a fucking goat demon! But... Okay, it wasn't your fault. We think we've found a way to end this. We're listening. I don't really want to speak without Picasso here, but I don't know if he's in the right mindset for this either. Picasso is not in good place at the moment. He's not even talking with... And she gestures to herself and read. It's okay. Okay. Uh, he might have you, though. Basically, I, I don't think Picasso wants to talk to me. Considering we haven't spoken, apart from when I stopped him from murdering that pirate who wouldn't give us information, he still thinks I've betrayed him. So. But that is a future us problem. Let's stop the world from ending first. Um, the staff. They have the staff. What? Yeah. They took it from the ship. Clearly when none of us were there. <sighs> they need it in order to resurrect Avius. So. Well. There's an island. The Isle of Null. There's a resurrection chamber there. The island's guarded by sentinels. The original group who gave up their lives to stop Avius in the first place. There, I met one of them in Ancient Atlas, my ancestor. And she said that if we can get the staff back, take it to Ancient Atlas, to the temple there, they can prevent the Great Collapse from happening again. Did they say how? They need the staff in order to stop it. I don't understand the magical hoogity boogity that goes on with it. Because I don't speak ancient world altering magic. Fair enough. Well, you know, I was talking to a sentient piece of armor. It was a very weird day. <laughs> so that's just information for you. It's if we can get the staff. What, regardless of who is alive at the time because I've told my ancestor Marion that one of us will bring the staff back if we live you won't be in danger if you go there but if the staff merges with Avius we will have to kill him in order to get it back we need to interrupt the process before it's before it gets going, because otherwise we're in for a hell of a harder fight. 
So, Agent Atlas is where we've got to go eventually. Where to start yes. now? It'll be on the Isle of Knoll. Bontress will take it there with the key. Bring back Avius and erase this world. Where well, are you alright? Bran's just been sat there listening this entire thing. Dirty's listening, so occasionally her ears do the twitchy thing. One thing I'm going to miss when this is all over, just sitting there like that. Express what Rand's feeling. We, um. We should probably make our way there then. Let's, uh. So we get Picasso and get him back that ship if he wants to come I can't make him the faith he found out this ends within a day Reed whether we win or lose this ends before tomorrow's sundown Oren steps out from where she's been standing holding up the this amulet um We'll have to wait four hours for it to recharge, but I can teleport eight of us with this. Um, Brawl, as Brawl just in the background, just gives you all a nod, not looking a bit distant himself. Ally, me, Ran, Scout, you, and Picasso, and Sparkles. Who's, I don't know, she's invisible most of the time. It's, it's a bit of a untraditional crew, but it's all we've got. It's not what we've got. We haven't had much time to prepare this, to be honest. It's not all we've got. We can only teleport eight of us, Reed. The ship won't get there fast enough. Okay. How long does it need to be charged? Four hours left. I've just used it, so we've got four hours before we can go. Then I've got some... And I need to speak to someone before I go. Roll does step forward at this point. If I was you, I'd... <clears throat> let, I'd let your friend know. Bacat. Picasso, that's the torsal, correct? Yeah. If I remember from that fight we had. And he had you. Uh, I'm sure he did. Anyway, I would find him, let him know, and say any goodbyes you need to, because this is a suicide mission, but it's all we've got. We'll see you down here when you're ready. Ran? You okay going to find Picasso? I need to go find Esme. Okay. Okay. Ran will get up and trot off to look for Picasso. Reed will, uh, Stay to scout. 
look after her at all times. And with that, he just walks off. Reed will tilt his hat to a lie out of respect, and then we'll head off to find Esme and Lana. Yeah. Uh, Brawl will Brawl heads to uh, rock on the um, heads out to a rock on, sat on the beach, and just sits down and lets out a del- deflated sigh. Is Lauren looks at you a lot, he just gives you just out of nowhere just so that's why it gives you a massive hug it's gonna rub her back and I'm like I know I know I am um, I need to write a letter to my dad just just in case but I'll see you here in a few hours I've left my letters for the others with the crew. I'm sure if you ask they'll send your dad's one too if it comes down to it. Okay. She, she just gives you a quick kiss before heading off. Well, I will find a rock to sit on and have a long rest. <laughs> just window shutdown noises. That is fair. Uh, we'll go with Ran first. Um, Ran, it doesn't. You know the castle well by smell at this point. It doesn't take you and Scout long to find him. That's what they're doing at this point. Uh, you said it's midnight, right? Uh, it's probably 20 minutes to midnight at this point it's it's spring 100 so tomorrow would be summer first well in like 20 minutes it will be summer first uh, at this point Picasso uh, all the rest of the turtles have you know gone to bed in whatever makeshift shacks and things that we've been able to put up over the course of the day and so all of the actual rubble clearing and construction has stopped and Picasso is just kind of wandering the island at this point. Uh, it's still covered in like just, you know, stone and dust and just dirt, dirt and muck and everything from just moving boulders and putting up walls and just completely unclean and just kind of wandering the island, just kind of staring at all the destruction. Probably just on the outskirts of like the main like town island where most of the buildings haven't been touched yet as the first thing that needs to be rebuilt is homes, obviously. So just kind of walking through this entire destroyed town square. Actually, at this point, I know exactly where he's standing. He is standing in front of the completely wrecked as it clearly was hit directly by one of the dragon's blasts, the pizza parlor that he went to his entire childhood. And he's just kind of standing there, just staring at the rubble. Just once again, just completely just dirty, not making any noises, just staring at this rubble. At this point, you 
start hearing the sound of very familiar and old footsteps, followed by little tippy taps behind. Come in I just feel like, even though they're bigger than what Scouts would be, Ran does like make the clicky clack noise and she walks because she does have big claws. As you see Ran come from the left. Casa only probably turns for like a second to look at Rand and Scout coming before just staring back at this rubble. Ran will go and stand until, well, she'll go until she's standing a few feet away from Casa. And then she'll also look at this pizza place, trying to figure out what it is at first. Bruh, this is like, this is like where I wanted to take you, bruh. This is pizza. Yeah, bruh. This is like, like, this is Luigi's, bruh. This is like, best pizza in, well, well, like, was the best pizza in, like, all New York. Maybe it can be rebuilt. Luigi died, bruh. With one of the Torals we put out to sea yesterday. Lines her ears. Sorry, bro, are you we like are we like to blame for this, very bro? No. No. Ram puts a big paw in Castle Shield. We are, not, we are not to blame. This is nothing that Picasso and Bram and Breed are doing. This is nothing Ally is doing. It's... And you can see Rand's... Rand's grip on common is still limited and nobody else in the ship speaks null. So you can see her mind turning, trying to find the words to describe all these complex emotions. It's... These people may need to be stopped. And... Ally is coming back and we are having maybe a way to stop the people who are doing this. But it's, it's, it's not our fault. This is not fault of anyone on crew. And definitely not fault of Picasso or anyone. Rand's flailing a bit now, trying to desperately explain what's in our head. I see Picasso just kind of still staring at the rubble. Yeah, like, maybe furry bro. M maybe. But... Like we, and like Gossel will actually turn to like look at Furry Bro, who he does. He's tall, but he does have to look up a little bit, and like looking Furry Bro in the eye. Like Angry Bro, Bastard Bro, and like I don't know, Bro. Like even maybe you and me, Furry Bro. Like, we definitely made 
some bad decisions, bro. And could we have like prevented all this for you, bro? No. If we are not coming here, they would have done this anyway. And then it all be gone. It would all be gone. We are maybe not always making best decisions, but we are just trying to do what is best. And it's a hard lesson, Ryan is still learning, that not everything and everyone can be saved, not everything can be prevented. Sometimes terrible things is going to happen, but... Cannot always stop it. Cockzilla just kind of stares at you for a moment. Like, for a bro, um, like, how much time do we got, like, before we're gonna do or say or go wherever we're gonna go, bro? It's about four hours. All right, all right, for it, bro. Well, um, yeah, um, well, like, I gotta, I gotta go talk to, um, Elder Turtle, bro, and, um, like, I, thanks for, like, um, standing here, bro. It's, you're truly my best friend, bro. Um, no matter what happens, I'm, like, glad I at least got to, like, hang out with you, bro. Even, even if Ran is not making back from this, when Ran is in next life, Ran will always remember Picasso. I think Picasso would give Ran a big hug at this moment. Big bro hug. And then after letting go, he would kind of like wipe his tear away from his uh, cheek and head off towards the bridge over to the section of Elder Tortles Island. I think Ran would probably head back in the direction of the beach, but first she's going to get a bit closer to this pizza place just to see if she can smell what pizza would smell like. That would give her a big idea of what it would taste like too. I'll make me a perception check with double advantage because you've had her pizza before but this is a whole different smell yeah but Ran was told um, pizza was different check that's the sort of okay maybe not that's a 13 plus 8 21 what do you want is a 13 a three and a one um given it a smell you smell the same things as you did when you had pizza at that um rave in um Novarin, but this just the smells that linger in this rubble though mixed with smoke and just dust it's 
It's such a refreshing smell. It, that makes your mouth water for a second. Strong, that feels disrespectful. But then, after that, Ran will turn and start making her way slowly back down towards the beach. Yeah. Do you start making your way back down, seeing all the sleeping turtles? Alliance soldiers, Navy soldiers. For one, all you've ever known is conflict, Ran. But looking just round here today, even looking at all these sleeping people you walk past, you see just, for the first time ever, you see what is truly a united community. Everyone just on the same side. There's something incredible about it. Is you and Scout head to the beach. Scout walking close, try not to keep as he keeps taking a um, step to the right, though, making sure he doesn't accidentally like jab you with his newfound knife. Let's follow. Let's follow Reed first. Um, Reed, as you make it back onto the boat, you can. Most crew members are sleeping, but there's probably seven or eight out on the deck at the moment, just having a drink and a chill chat with each other. Free playing with playing a game of cards right at the end of the deck. And you can see Lauren, Esme, and Bib sat up near the um, wheel of the ship, just having a chat to themselves. Reed will nod to the um, the set of playing with some cards, and then we'll head upstairs to uh, where the trio are gathered. Bib just give, Bib gives you a nod as the other two look down to see you. I say look down, I know the same how you, but they're sound crates. I don't mean you. Yeah. I forget that you're three foot tall sometimes, honestly. Sometimes I think that's a disavowed dig at my height in general, Alex. I mean, you're only three foot four in person, so... Anyway, you guys okay? I uh, not much I could do is as me perhaps um, her bandaged up um, stomach, but I'm glad I was able to fire some cannons at the bastards. Good. Lana did this pretty cool thing earlier where she made, where she drained someone like a, you know those cardboard tubes they put drinks in someday, sometimes? Yeah. She made one of them just shrivel up like you crush one of those cardboard bottles. It's really something. Remind me to stay on your good side. 
as well. It sort of just looks away shyly. Babe, can you give us a moment, please? Okay. As Bib just stands up, his heavy footsteps going down babe, the stairs as he looks at. Before you do go, Bib, um, thank you. No, no problem. As he starts to head down, looks at the other sailors and says, Let's get fucked! Is he just grabs one of the crates of beers next to them? They all just start a laugh in a row with each other down there. What do you want, small boy? First of all, you're a halfling as well, okay? Pretty, pretty sure I'm about an inch or two taller than you, though. Anyway. found a way to stop what's happening. But there's a high chance of contacts. Well, basically, some of us are going to go face down the cult, or what the do it, and try and get that staff back, and then take it to Ancient Atlas. It's suicide. That is the only chance Autoria has of surviving the sea for sunset after tomorrow morning. Is my Wait. Yeah. So you're just, what, the rest of us are just staying here while you're going off it's on not this a... life or death mission? I can't, we, if we took the ship, we wouldn't get there in time. And I don't want, and I can't put, can't put my sister in danger. I won't put my sister in danger. Class, without being disrespectful, you're in no condition to fight. Nah, I guess not. And one thing I've learned. Over the last 18 months or so, is don't take for granted what's been given to you. Read or look at his mate and then look at Lana. I have. I don't always find the right word to say, but you're 
you're amazing, you're beautiful, and forget out of this one piece, I'm taking you out for dinner. Make me a persuasion check, Reed. In the rogues roll a persuasion check, okay. I know, don't curse yourself, Willis. And I have just cursed myself a little bit. <laughs> well, it's only a fifteen. counter roll to determine you dick <laughs> does Lana get to her let's call this charisma plus four it doesn't no it doesn't be you read she She look. She looks at you. Her cheeks very quickly turning red. Um, uh, okay. <laughs> what, are you, what are you thinking? Lady's choice. Anywhere you want. As me gives um, Lana a nudge and says, this is your chance to empty his wallet. You're my sister! Just saying. You gotta treat a girl, My right? money is your money! Yeah, well, if you, if you end up dying, none of us are getting that money. You better have a comeback then, haven't you? Yeah, you better come back, because otherwise I'll be robbing that place. And when I die, kicking your ass for not helping me get that money easier. Reed actually smiles at that. Good luck. She'll, she'll, um, she'll hop down and just give you a hug. Yeah, she'll give you a hug at this point. Reed will hug back, and then check his pockets. There. She she whis she whispers she whispers in your ear though. Good luck. Oh, and if you come back and break Lana's heart, I will break your legs. For give it for stepping back and just getting your tap on the shoulder. I have no intention of breaking anyone's heart ever again. Esme, will you do me one last favour? If we don't come back for one reason or another, take the ship, all the crew, and just get them out of, just take it out of the sea, and then when it happens, you know. Tomorrow comes trying to go to the opposite end. You got it. 
I mean, the world was meant to end in 1617 because apparently the poles were meant to flip, but it didn't happen. So. Who knows? I'm sure. Mm. I'm sure you got it. Indeed. After we stopped an entire invasion. So. You're pretty good at this. Honestly, if honestly, if me and you grew up at the same time, we would have, I would have slapped the shit out of you as a kid. Probably. Probably. But I also think that we would have played a fucking good team. I mean, to be honest, if if the three of us ended up meet meeting you but the two of us ended up meeting you say 50 years ago I mean what noble one have we robbed at this point yeah, yeah I'm glad to see you now indeed see you there Miss Toscobble Reed, um, hold out his hand. You pass for a solution checker and she'll give you her hand. Reed will kiss it once out of politeness and then tilt his pirate cap. Being a, um, Pact of the Undead, Warlock, Multiclass of a Shadow Sorcerer, her hand is ice cold. <laughs> but, but there's something so sweet about it at the same time. Never, ever, ever, this is Matt, this is Matt speaking here, never complain about my Multiclassing again, any of you. Ever, any of you. Hey, I didn't, I didn't say she was what, undead. I didn't say she was undead, I just said that she has a pact with the undead. Sorry, what did Matt say a moment ago? Don't anyone complain ever again about my mouldy classing into like three or four different classes. Mm, no promises. <laughs> Lana's shows that she's pretty fierce in combat when you rescued Esme. Reed will then um, gather um, a few last bits, make sure everything out of his cabin he needs, and then we'll head to the harbour front. Okay. Uh, as you go to grab your bits, we'll follow up Castle. Uh, Picasso, as you make your way along this beachfront, you um, you see the elder turtle just humming a tune to himself as as he holds his um, absolutely ancient quarter stuff. He looks over to you and just gives you a soft smile. Hello, my boy. It's good to see you. Picasso, like, once again, 
the Elder Torvald see just almost the entire gambit of the emotional spectrum just run across Picasso's like face and eyes as he's just staring at Elder Tortle and just staring at Elder Tortle you can see he's, his lips are moving but nothing's coming out Just he's just staring at Elder Tortle digging the staff into the ground he'll, he'll stand up and I'd say he's pretty good at reading Picasso, so... I think he... It's a simple time. I think he'll just come over and... He just gives you a massive hug and just hold you for a moment. Elder Tortle at this point is about three foot shorter than Picasso is as... Tortles, just like humans, seem to tend to get smaller as they age. So he's just hugging, like, center of Picasso's shell at this moment. And Picasso just looking down. Uh, Elder Tortle, like, I I think I failed, like, my purpose, bro. And at this point, he will let you go. Looking up to you, oh Picasso, no. There's, if there's one thing that I've always believed, and don't forget, I was your age once. You can never fail your purpose, boy. It may take time. You may hit rocks in the way your path, but you can never truly fail it. I think Picasso would kind of just flop to the ground and just immediately into like a cross-legged position, like just sitting there. But like, I, I wasn't supposed to come back here, Elder Tortle. Like, I, I like, I like cheated, bruh. You always taught us that, like, we were never, we would only come back to you, Nork, if, like, we had fulfilled our purpose, bruh. And I haven't done anything up there, bruh. I've, I, like, I hung out with my bro, furry bro, and we had some fun, but, like, I, I like, didn't do anything, bruh. Sometimes your purpose has a funny way of sending you in directions that you would not expect. And I don't think you've done nothing, after all. A little while back... Oh, how long was it? A hundred days ago, almost. I got a letter from Fear saying how... Not only that you did a resounding job helping her track down... The last of Powder Keg's cargo, the horrible pirate he was. You managed to save their city. And that alone makes me so proud of you. You can see Picasso is probably just like subtly crying, not like a, an ugly cry, but just just a like just a amount of tears and as he 
Um, like, Elder Turtle, can I, like, ask you something, bro? Ask me anything, Picasso. Like, so... Like, and this is just, like, hypothetically. What if you knew that, like, one of your bros, like, might have, like, subtly or, like, not, like, totally known it, but, like, totally kind of were, like, working to, like, hurt one of your other bros? Like, like, what, like, of, like, have you ever had to, like, deal with that, bro? my friend Doran, the Loxodon who helped you. He? How long ago was that? Which was, um... Yes, it was the Battle of... The Battle of the West, where... The Tarrasque almost woke up. Or just before that. I don't know. Doran betrayed me. Unintentionally, but we fought, and in the end, we made up. As people can make mistakes, Picasso. We don't always know what every path will lead us down. We don't know who will betray or who will befriend. But I can assure you what your friend might have done. They did not have the intent to cause harm or whatever path that it's led them down. It's your heart can only truly heal once you're able to forgive the guilty. Gasso would probably stand up at this point and kind of walk over and he would hug Elder Tortle for a second before stepping back. Um, apparently, like, they might have found a way to, like, fix this all, but, um, that's all, like, not gonna bring back, like, all the portals who are gone now, so, like, I'm gonna go with them, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop this, like, bro, but I just, I don't know if I'm gonna ever come back, so... Like, whenever you see Leo and Mikey and Donnie and Raph, just, like, um, tell them that um, I was the best and because uh, clearly I, like, saved the world. So, like, just don't, like, ever let them forget that. All right, Elder Turtle, bro? <laughs> Hi, always. You always were my favorite. Don't, don't tell them that, though. They'd never let me live that down. I I have something I wish to tell you, but not here. Follow me, please. And without another word, he just turns around and starts heading towards the um, 
cliffside where you found that portal. Picasso would clearly follow. As he makes it, as he makes up there, he looks at you, then he looks up at the portal as he just like taps his heels together and just in his rather frail looking forearm just leaps like a solid 30 foot into the air going through this portal and disappearing. Picasso unsurprised by this knowing how much that Elder Tortle kicked all their asses even when they were just about ready to leave the island no matter how frail he looked uh, but Picasso would then quite easily with the boots of springing also just fly into the air towards the portal yeah, as it swallows you up Picasso there's a white light for a minute as you come through and land on that same beach that you did before it's just pure peaceful silence is all that is surround all that surround you is just the beach the forest behind you and a sky full of stars and nebulas and all kinds of asteroids and other things it's as beautiful as a clear night can be tonight is the elder turtle starts to make his way along the beach. He'll sit down on a rock right by the water. As Picasso has done hundreds of thousands of times before to listen to the elder turtle, he would quite quickly go and sit directly in front of him, once again, in the cross, crossing his legs in front of him, basically like a kindergartner. Let's actually let's rephrase it. Do you, Picasso, do you believe in the great beyond? As he looks up to the sky, which as you've heard before, not a lot of a lot of people in Autovia are religious, so you've not met a good chunk of people who do believe in the great beyond, but the great beyond is basically what Autovia's version of the universe, the outside, what's beyond this planet. Um, like, I don't, I don't know, Elder Turtle, bro. Uh, um, I just, like, with all the turtles, besides the ones we just lost, they just always decided when they wanted to, like, float out to sea, and then we just say goodbye, so... I, I don't I don't know Elder Turtle bruh. Yes. See I've always believed in a theory that as we pass on eventually with time, hundreds of years, maybe even thousands, we eventually Tra our souls travel back to the great beyond where we find a new purpose legends say 
after all this time, our souls become stars. We bring life to new homes, new worlds, just like Autovia. It's truly beautiful belief that I have in one that I will be honored to put my part into to be a star one day. See Picasso's like kind of almost a confused expression come across Picasso's face for a second. But like Elder Tortle, bro, like you'll never like float out to sea, bro. Like you've you've been here a lot longer than like anyone, and like you're always gonna be here, right, bro? There's no easy way to tell you this, Picasso, but I'm dying. Do you know how long I've been around for? How many years I've watched this world sailed its seas? Well, like, bro, I've always said, like, thousands and thousands of years, but every time, like, I, I, like, say that, everyone, like, laughs at me and tells me that I just must be, like, bad at math or something, bro. You're not, um... As the sun, as the moon finally reaches its center and summer first is marked, I'll be 10,000 years old. And I and when when you find your purpose, you will be able to experience something that not many tortles ever get to experience. You'll experience extended life like I have, like General Maybach did, or many other tortles before us. But Eventually, we reach a point. Many turtles younger than me reached that point before I did. We reach a point where we've lived long enough and we're ready to see the great beyond and come something new. thousand years I feel as if I've seen everything I feel I've lived my life to my fullest extent I feel ready to move on Ok 
Mikasa was just staring at Elder Tordal, probably mouth slightly agape at this moment. But, but, like, who, who will tell, who, who will tell the stories? But, like, like, Yugwe, like, who, who will tell all your, who will tell the stories, Yugwe? Stories. You want you want to know something, Picasso? Many stories I've told you. Oh, this voice this voice ruins my throat. <laughs> Pardon me, sorry. You, those stories, you want to know something about them, Picasso? Some stories that I've told you that my elder told me. They're passed down from generations of turtles. They're not always our stories, but as these stories come from other tortures, they're, they're memorized, they're etched into our history. Even when I'm gone, the stories won't end. The stories will be a thing that will forever be told and will forever exist to every generation of tortures hundreds of years from now thousands. No, there will never be no stories to tell the younger tortles. You see Picasso just trying to process all of this. And at this point, it's sitting just staring at Elder Tortle. Fine. But like, bro, you have to like, stay here until I get back then, bro. I... I tried my hardest. I... I allowed myself to age again shortly after you left. As I decided once you and your brothers went on to find your purpose, I felt like I finally filled mine. I try to stay, but I do feel my life slipping away. Picasso will put up one of his massive clawed hands and extend his final smallest claw on his finger and go, 
Pinky swear, bruh. He, um, as he lifts to give you a pinky swear. For the first time since you've got back, since you left Unork, you've noticed in these last, like, the hundreds and hundred odd days you've been gone, you've you notice how frail he's actually become. His his arms are much skinnier than before. His wrinkles are definitely starting to show. He's you can tell whatever he's done to continue his aging process. He is just suddenly showing it. I'll try more. And Picasso will not violently, but then kind of stand up in a quick motion and once again hug Ugwe. Ugwe. He gives you, a fu- he gives you just the most biggest turtle hug he possibly can. And it's just a comfortable moment of silence. All right, Elder Turtle, bruh. Well, like, I gotta get back. And apparently, we gotta, like, save the world. And then I'm gonna come back here, and you're gonna be okay. And then we can talk about what you just told me, and, like, we can, like, cross that bridge then. But, like, until then, like, nothing's gonna change, right, Elder Turtle, bruh? No. No. I'm here on this beach, waiting for you to return. Oh, and Picasso, I want you to, this is he holds out his quarterstaff to you, a weapon for your final fight. Uh, Picasso will reach out and almost handshaking take the staff from Ugwe. As you, as you take the staff in your hands, you just feel a surge of power travel through you. As you acquire a magical weapon known as the Elder Staff. It's a quarter staff that levels with your unarmed strikes, so it can be used as a monk weapon. It has a plus three bonus to damage rolls and attack rolls and deals magical damage for overcoming resistances and immunities. It also, as you saw in the caves, once prolonged rest as an action, this staff can cast Sunburst at 8th level. The DC to the spell is 21. As you take the staff, you just feel this warmth, warm, warming energy pass through you is you feel like just for a second you feel the knowledge and the presence of thousands of elders beforehand, before for you as in that second it just fades is you look down at this ancient yet flawlessly cleansed out 
backwards as you just look down in look at this ancient yet flawless quarter staff uh holding the quarter staff in both my hands uh picasso would give a deep bow to yugway and thank you so much elder total bro like i always thought donnie would get this bro my favorites. Don't tell them that, though. Um, Picasso standing up from the deep bow with definitely many tears eyes at this moment would give one final smile to the Elder Tortle before putting the quarterstaff into the spot on his uh, uh, back and and hugging him one more time before turning and saying, I'll see you soon, bro. I'll be waiting here. As just a wave of his hand, the portal that was once invisible just opens back up and you can see you walk through it. Picasso would give one last long look towards Elder Tortle, probably crying a little bit before kind of wiping the tears away with his other hand and then smiling one more time before jumping through the portal. With that, we cut to black as we fast forward to the beach, a lie. You wake up at this point as your Rest is over. As, as you start to sit up, you just see Brawl there with um, Sparkles sat on his um, knee, who looks up, realizing that you're awake. You know, you're kind of a loud snorer. You realize I literally can't sleep. I just shut down. Yeah, that's what you think. That's to get you just a small smile. You're an ass. You know, I for all this chaos, I forgot to tell you something, and I When we completed your mother's body, I don't know if I got a, a voice in my head from Tinker, sending spell I think he calls it, that apparently you turned up in at our house and he explained that you visited and asked where I was. Um, he mentioned that we haven't been able to pull our soul from whatever void she's in. I, I didn't tell Tinker the truth. I had a feeling that she doesn't exist at all anymore. I have 
have a feeling that was Avius's way of secretly putting his leashes on the rest of your companions. I don't know for certain, but I couldn't find a similar match to what they described. So yeah. much has happened that it just slipped my mind. It's these last few weeks of searching their bases, finding information, finding out that all this, all these memories I have, they're fake and I was just pet to guide you in the right direction. It just all slipped my mind. And I'm sorry that I didn't tell you when I first found out. I don't think I would have trusted you when at that point. Yes, I'm trying to. Ever since Lauren found information nest, we found out the truth about me. I've I've really just been contemplating what's my purpose here. I was created. Sparkles was created and the people we know their minds were altered to think that we've always been a part of their lives it's really just it's really made me feel empty I guess In a way, I can never say I know exactly how you feel because I haven't been through exactly that, but I feel similar to everything I've done since we met. I was only brought back to be a pawn. back and demanded that I help but there was a please on the end you know she used to be married to Reed isn't he a bit short for her he used to be a halfling Changes things that we'd least expect. 
she told me that she loves you and I think she's just having a hard time to tell you that herself. I think that she comes off as a very nervous person and I don't think the end of the world is helping. Might be worth telling her that before we leave. If that's how you feel, of course. I know. It's just one of those things that's... I know, I've never... Never had someone that I was willing to put it into words for before. I was too young when I lost my mother, so... I haven't really had a, any of it. Now she might die tomorrow. Again. We... We might die. We all might die, but... All we can do is... Try to put an end to it. At the end of the day, it's either us or the whole fucking world. And in my short time here, I would gladly choose to save the world than myself. If it comes down to it, you save her. Like, instead of me, not instead of the world. She'd she'd resurrect the world and then kill me herself if I did, if I had you do that. Sometimes wonder if I should have stayed dead in that sewer. Maybe none of this would have happened. We've learned from the directions that Riley pointed her in. They were on this path anyway. All you did was they got their they had their usefulness out of you once you got them the staff and unlocked that too. They've just like me they've just been sending us in pointless loops keep us busy while they do this at the end of the day if they didn't bring you back it would just be the three of them and I think eight of us have a better chance than just the three of them themselves Yeah, I guess, but... I guess when you cheat death enough times, you start to wonder at one, at what point where you should have stopped. 
Dios. My bloodline nearly died with me. That's... I was the last one left. Adeke killed my mother. And... If I'd stayed in that cell and let them finish that process, they'd have executed me, and that would be it. They wouldn't have gotten the star. They would have been eternally sealed. Nothing struck forever. Maybe, maybe it would have taken them another thousand years. Who knows? I guess. It's just hard to think in those rational terms when you have people staring at you like it's entirely your fault. I think I'm going to need counselling. <laughs> I think I need counselling several decades ago, Brawl. I'd say at this point you start to hear footsteps and as you look over to your shoulder in one direction you see Ryan and Scout coming back to the beach and to the left of that, you see Bloran and Reed heading back in. Over to your right, wielding quite an ancient and like traditional looking quarterstaff, you see Picasso walking down the beach as everyone returns. Come us have got them early. Well, I guess it's just the two of you versus. Damn it. There's Matt. <laughs> There's Ran. Stop dancing. This is not the time. <laughs> oh, it's the time. Show you this fucking time. everyone gathers round in this circle there's just a short moment of silence before Lauren takes the amulet back out of her pocket right it's just about charged so another 30 seconds or so we should be able to go I think I'm still getting kind of like this Picasso would kind of like step forward hearing Lauren say there's 
30 seconds left and kind of holding uh, the elder total staff in both hands and like kind of just holding it in front of himself. Like, bros, I know that we've had a lot of things happen between all of us over the course of like our knowing each other. But like, bros, I just like want to tell all of you that it's all like water under the bridge, bros. Like, all of you are like, besides my actual bros and Elder Tortle are my like family bros. So, like, no hard feelings and like, no forgiveness for like anything that you've ever done like against me or anything like that. And like, I apologize for like anything that I've ever done to like any of you. And you see Picasso kind of like step back and like kind of like I just wanted to say that before like we went and like died saving the world press. And then kind of just like a embarrassed teenager once again still holding the staff in front of him. Picasso would put his like head down just stare at the in my entire life. Wow, have you looked in the mirror? If I'm going to die today, try to save the world, I can't be a better person to be by the side of. All of you. Every single one of you. I thought I had no family. I thought after I set through a powder cake again, I turned my back on and we don't, we don't look at Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that I would never find a, a family again. You look amazing. Picasso. Ran. Without a shadow of a doubt, you two have... <sighs> made my life hell, but in the best possible way. I wouldn't have changed it for the world. Thank you, both of you. And yes, you too, Scout. Scout just does tippy taps with as he makes um happy grumbles with a knife in his mouth. Lyle kind of just put like a hand on Lauren. Like knowing that these words are partly aimed at her, and kind of looks at the others and goes. 
Atheus brought me back. And as much as everything that's happened, I did not know would happen. It's still, I am partly culpable. I get that. But he may have, he may have brought me back to life, but you lot gave me a reason to actually live. And when we get out of this, you all better live your damn, damn best lives, or I'm gonna come back from wherever the hell I am at the time and force you to various fairs and cafes and pizza restaurants to enjoy yourselves. I love you, Lauren. stand up from the rock he's been selling at this point is his shotgun makes a charging noise as he puts it back onto his holster he takes a step forward to the group now I know this is my uh, second time working with you but it's truly an honor and Picasso Reed Ram you two weren't there I'm sorry for kicking your asses without any reason why. Well, technically, the technically the six-inch tall fairy kicked your ass, Picasso, but we won't get... I won't hold that against you. She's packs a punch. Roll. It's the fairy just... It's the fairy just gives you a thumbs up, Picasso. An audible snort comes out of the nostrils <laughs> of the massive turtle holding his quarterstaff who doesn't look up from the sand but you hear a massive just I thwack brawl like on like on the nose like you would a misbehaving sibling just like no (laughs) yeah I'll do what I can to help and it's an honor to fight by you guys again Reed takes off his hat, walks over to Ran, and gives it to her. Man is captain now! <laughs> you always look, it would look better on you than me. You need it for when you're gonna be, uh, Your new atlas, anyway, aren't you? Random police treasure hat. Sorry if my voice sounds fucked, I've just been coughing up one of my lungs. And I could tell you, I'll be alright. Oh, fucking excuse me. Save your voice, Kerry. If you wanted to add a line to this, we can always record that tomorrow when the session's done. The beauty of editing. 
Yeah. Editing allows us to chocolate wherever we want to, after all. Lauren takes a step forward as the um, amulet starts to glow in her hand. Right. Let's kick some ass. After all, we've faced the most wanted pirate on the seas, we've faced dragons, vampire lords that are thousands of years old. Who haven't we beaten at this point? I'm sure we, we've got this. If any of you die, I'll resurrect you and kill you myself. Oh, can I have your shotgun? Fuck off. No! As he, sa- as he just says, fuck off, Lauren holds up her hand, is <coughs> lightning crackles out the side of it, absorbing you all into it before there is just a loud bang. Is the light explodes around you and you all disappear. After what feels like 10, 15 seconds as everything around you is dark and silent, yet you feel weightless as you seem to float for a moment before we fast forward over to a small and dark, musty island. The ground crackles as a beam of light appears as all of you guys you don't fall out this time like Lauren Reed and Brawl did like Lauren Alain Brawl did but you all land safely on the ground is you all feel the sweltering heat suddenly hit you looking round you see this island of just sheer death everything is dark around you every tree in front of you is just black decrepit there's no leaves there's no birds chirping no insects crawling everything on this island is just dead and before long you feel the sweltering heat hit you is it is instantly far too uncomfortable to be outside welcome to the Isle of Null okay um one thing before we go in you may come across the sentinels they are the guardians of this place they have been slightly corrupted, but do not attack them. Be peaceful, even if a sword is at your throat, otherwise they will cut us down. Okay. Um, and then look at Brawl with that, like, behave yourself. Ran. to take into account. Ran, we'll, we'll scout attack if someone puts a knife, a blade to one of our throats. 
We don't want Scout to do that. No. And Scout does as he's told. Awesome. Okay, cool. does take a step forward as this conversation happens um, and also if you might not notice the sweltering heat that's part of a nucleosecora on this island so if we're not off this island in about 20 hours time we're all gonna die anyway just pour a PI in your heads cheers bro Picasso holsters his quarterstaff. Well, Locke, then let's get going, press. And Picasso will look towards Angry Bro. Right. Okay. Up, 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 I guess. We need to go to the resurrection chamber. North, so oh. let's just follow it into the forest. Reed will jump up onto Picasso's shoulder. Old school. Do you think he'll ever walk on one of these adventures? No, I want to keep up a one. Uh, right, so, um, can you all make me survival checks, please? I will roll one for Brawl and Lauren. Oh, poor Lauren. I need to re-roll, because mine's on the cock. 18. It's cocked, it's not on the cock. Please stop saying that phrase. It's cocked to Willis, it's not on the cock. Tara's always been from Mears, haven't you? Stay 19. off it. <laughs> the 19 all in. 19 all in. Picasso. 18. A light. 16. Ran. And got a 23 and Scout got a 4. Fucking hell, yes. Rule got a 21 and Lauren got a 6. Lauren seem, definitely seems a bit disorientated by whatever magical effect is on this island. But she just about keeps up as Sparkles flies back and points her in the right direction. Brule seems relatively unaffected. So, you all... You all feel like this... The shroud of this island. Apart from Ran, who seems to do alright. It seems to, like, push down on you more. It just feels like your skin starts to crawl, like it's covered in bugs. Is There is something just horribly wrong with this island. Uh, 2d12. Uh, Ran and Brawl, you two are fine, but everyone else takes 10 points of necrotic damage. Is 
whatever is on whatever shroud that is correct because you thank you for reminding me you are vulnerable to necrotic damage it just you it feels like your life is just being drained away but after about four hours you eventually reach this large stone tomb in front of you with two massive doors standing about 20 feet tall. It just... It screams necromancy. Right. We've got to get into there, I think. Should we, like, knock breath? Movements. I think, honestly, we should just push the door open at this point. As he walks up and puts his hand on the door, and then starts to, like, strain as he suddenly puts his second hand on the door and strains. <laughs> I might need a hand with this door. Picasso is standing right behind Brawl, and even in this very serious moment, there is a smirk on Picasso's face as he watches Brawl struggle to open this door. Shut the fuck up. I don't know what you're thinking. <laughs> like, um, you need some help there, buddy, bruh? I think we're both gonna need help. Please tell Let's me it's a cold though. You don't see any door handles. Damn it. Rule will begin to push on this door again. Uh, if you're helping Picasso, you can make me an athletics check. Well, we're not going to use that one because it fell on the floor. Uh, then for an athletics check... That is 14 plus 16, so that is a 30. Doors? You can, you can hear the door creaking slightly as it moves about an inch, but the, the two, you can see Brawl and Picasso straining at, at all hell as they are pushing on this door, but it is not moving. Can I help? I'm on Picasso's shoulders, though. Can I just, like, add more weight to it? It'd be an athletic check, Reed. Happy to. Okay, then that is athletics check. And that is a 16 plus 925. The fucking halfling's strong, I guess. <laughs> the door, as you like almost slip on Picasso's shell and slam your hands against it, the door freaks open another inch as there's a huge, like, echoing metal bang but the door only moves like another inch a little more help guys can I circle around and see if there's another door in case this one's barred um circling rounds there's nothing there's just walls as it goes into this mountainside suddenly so that door is the only way in by the seams of things 
I'm just gonna I'm just gonna like walk over to the rest of them and be like Okay. And I'm just gonna knock. Like hello, fentanyls of the Isle of Knoll. As you knock The doors just swing open and send send a Picasso read and roll onto the floor. Why is it always my characters that knock on doors that then politely open? It's Is it a Hefferman thing? That. Like, bro, that was the first thing I said to you, and then like you just started pushing on the door, so I thought you knew something I didn't, bro. But who the fuck who the fuck knocks on the door on an evil murder island? Magic typical. Reed literally pulls it a lie. <laughs> Good instincts, Picasso. And I'll kind of duck through the doorway and have a look. As you walk into walk in through this doorway, you enter a large circular chamber that has all like um etched stonework of art in all kinds of things you see explosions you see people etched into the stone here you see writing written in this same language which has always been just a little bit too different to standard autorvian to understand but words pop out like mount lola the sentinels Stop one rebounded together. There's one patch that's written in normal Autorvian that says, To save the world, we gave our lives. And under it, it just has etched into the stonework the signature that says Marion Salier. <laughs> Does this building match the blueprint we found in Bontris's office? No, something seems off about it. But as you all walk in, there's just a sudden shake at the ground as the doors slam shut, echoing throughout this hallway, and the ground suddenly just rumbles as it starts to lower. It's like this is a lift of sorts. There's no getting out of here now. Oh, you're welcome to go sit on the four-hour hike. Oh, I'm not gonna lie, mate. This, 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 it's just—it's good to be out of that air. There's just really—I can still feel it in here, but out there, that was just rough. At this point, the lift starts to slow as it comes to a complete stop, showing a, um, a hallway built into the um, built into this temple. It goes into darkness. 
cause that to be like that always. There's no dog in here. What's that, Matt? How dark? I turn it down. That's too hot now. <clears throat> How dark is it in here? You can still just about see. It's it's dark, but your dark vision compensates. Okay. It's very it's very dim shades of grey in here. Okay. We're not really saying anything. We'll just start to make his way into this corridor. Road trip. I, I wait. Reed's still on my shoulder, right? I've got back on now after after the RPA fell to the ground. I would have done yes. Ah, uh, good because Picasso, as always, still doesn't have dark vision, so it's basically my eyes at this moment. I'm piloting Picasso like a mech. Yes, basically Picasso. Picasso is pitch black in here for you. It's Ricasso. Add it again. Rat. Ran's got some of the best eyes here, so I think Lauren would. Lauren would go up to you, Ran. Um, do you mind if I hold on to your shoulder or something? Because I can't really see. Does that Ran? Oh, for yes. Okay, I think that's you, Ran. Sure. Thank you, Ran. You're an absolute sweetheart. We'll take your shoulder, Ran, as the two of you start to head into this corridor. Can I just light a torch? I feel like we all forget that we have them. As you blow the torch, you can see perfectly. And I look down at Scout, like, can you see? Then Scout just turns around and starts walking down, knife in, knife in mouth. After uh, about 10-20 minutes of walking through this corridor, you all eventually enter this next circular room to find what remains of a suit of armour lying on the ground dented, damaged, and unmoving, and what it lays next to is a altar that clearly held something, and as you've all been mentioned before, the key was to collect the gauntlet, so it pieces together pretty quickly that maybe the gauntlet that helps you use the staffs set on that altar. Shit. I'm like, bros, like, is that bad? Yeah, that's bad. Um, Angry Brow, is that like one of those like sentinel things you were like talking about? That like broken thing on the ground there? Yeah. It looks like it. 
see Picasso slowly unsheath the quarterstaff from his back once again. So, like, that means that there's something in here that, like, did that to that. The only people, well, the only person I'm expecting to be here is Gauntress. And if he's already got the gauntlet and he's the one that took the key, he's up ahead and he knows we're coming, so. <sighs> Weapons out, I guess. And I'll draw her new glaive. Beetle turned to Ran and say, Ran, you remember what? They smelt like, yeah, when we were, when they took the key. Can you tell how, how long ago they left this chamber? And I, with your nose, the scent's pretty faint, so hours ago. Good work, Ran. Good work, Ran. As Ran comes up with the statement, Eli, you hear Avius's voice in your head again. You just, everything just goes, seems to go silent around you for a second as you just hear him say, I warned you not to come. So disappointing as before you even have a chance to say anything there's just a bang as the ground starts to shake underneath everyone's feet and from a passageway that was sort of hidden in the shadows for a second again you see a huge light envelop it as it goes dark again it's Okay, we need to go. Now. Reed does draw his shotgun. And his rapier. Picasso, let's move. Elisha's booking it towards where that light came from, because if Avius is talking like that, then that means we're close. And he's almost here. Picasso will, with basically grabbing Reed almost by the collar, <laughs> will then just begin to sprint after a lie. Or a little fuller suit. Scout looks up to you, Ran, one last time. Does he just... He's always been a simple being but he just gives you one last nod before charging in the direction of the others. As you will start to head into that direction and go through this one last narrow tunnel, you'll walk into this opening. And I'll put a map in the chat.
as you come out into this large room with a ceiling maybe a hundred foot tall you enter this almost dark and ominous palace style built building that has that's maybe about 60 foot long by about 200 feet sorry about 60 foot wide by 200 foot in length you have all these candles with this dim orangey red light that lights up this area is sat at the bottom of the stairs you see an enormous goliath about 11 foot tall which makes powder cake look like a bit of a shrimp in comparison and standing at the top of the stairs a leonin holds out his arms a huge black gauntlet on his right arm that goes up to his elbow is a huge orb forms in front of him this orb is like this obsidian black as yellow and orange and purple streaks of energy come off of it that extends about 20 feet in length maybe the same in height is it you just feel the sheer amount of magic that comes off of it as as this seven and a half foot tall Leonin lowers his arms and turns around to see you all as he takes a step forward and his voice echoes through this chamber you're too late the end is already here I don't even bother with a um with a comment or a witty remark or anything, I'm just going to... You know what, everyone? There's the Leonin and there's the Goliath right next to each other, yeah? Um, the Goliath's at the bottom of the stairs. The Leonin's about ten feet up at the top of the stairs. Okay, can I try and use my boon? S um, that gives you a... 20 foot radius sphere? 60 foot radius sphere. 60, okay. From yeah. a point I choose. If you're doing that, we are just, we're on for initiative. To be continued. <laughs>